<laughs> War Podcast episode 34, go! I fucking hate all of this. My goal so every week much. is to get our viewer count to, to drop by at least one. It's, precipitous. It's rapid. Okay. You cannot criticize my microphone Oh, I can ethic. criticize anything oh, I want. Yes, we know. But you cannot criticize my microphone ethic when every podcast we start starts with you all going, ah! And it's also etiquette, not ethic. What did I say? You said ethic. I think it could be ethic. Why couldn't it be ethic? Are there um, ethics involved in talking into a metal phallus? Dan, is this ethical? <laughs> the I don't know. Kind of, are you Hi, going Dan. for ethic like the Alex, work, Mason, Mason, work ethic? I don't Alex, care. I don't Alex, care. Alex, I don't care. Shut up. I don't care. Dan. Mason. Hey, Dan. Hi, Mason. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Mason. Hi, Alex. Hi, Mason. Hey, guys. How are we? Good? podcast is back. How do we look? Back on the scene. And I'm back. This is the first podcast I've been back on in a long time. And that yeah. means the real Ward podcast is back. Oh, is it like the real Ghostbusters? Was it not real before? When I'm not on, it's not real. That was a great cartoon. Yeah, dude, that show was great. Did you like my uh, intro last time? Oh my god! Made sure your uh, Dylan didn't, oh didn't get to say god. it. <laughs> I, I just like yeah, I, I like editing, having the power, the power of editing, to uh, non-linearly edit things. That's a thing, right? A what term. are you talking yeah, about? That's a term. Non-linear editing is what this is called. Term when you mix stuff up. Uh huh. What are you talking about? I don't know. Everyone's on edge. It's the end of the semester. So tired. So, so tired. want the long sleep. Did you ever find his booth, Alex? (laughs) I did, actually. Yeah. He came right up. He was like, hey, where are you? And then he looked up and we made eye contact. Did you guys make out? We did. Right there. Right there. We, like, knocked everyone's projects over. Yeah. I mean, where else do you find true love other than engineering, uh, whatever you want to call it? There's a lot of, like, engineering couples. Are there? Um, Yeah, I know one. So there's, <laughs> so there's a lot. Uh, okay. So we uh, actually, this is this is actually technically Ward Podcast episode 30, 35, but we did it on the road on the way to PAX. And let me tell you, the road podcast is not a, a productive means of podcasting. I almost probably so, rolled the car. Oh, yeah. Probably. Oh, don't, then, so, don't do okay. that. We were going through the Bronx as we were doing it. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's that's not where you want to be doing a podcast in a car <laughs> while driving. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, get a couple guest speakers on. I I want Evan back on because Evan's Evan's pretty funny. I want him to retell that story of the game he made that's oh, actually made Cobra money. Commander? Yeah. yeah. So Evan, my uh, my friend from high school, he uh, his girlfriend is like one of our like she listens to, like every podcast too. Which oh, is cool. that's nice. That's Hi, cool. Lexi. Uh, so Evan and I went to high school together, and I pretty much lived in his basement. And um, that's not creepy. He has Shackled a game to the wall. on Congregate, which are you guys familiar with? Oh, yeah. The uh, web thing. And it's about uh, Cobra Commander. Uh, and you fly jets. Hell yes. But the, the thumbnail for the game, I might be mixing up the both of them, is a, is a picture of an almost naked Scarlett Johansson, and he's made 20 bucks on the game because That's... people played it so many times. <laughs> <laughs> the whole premise is if you beat the game, you see a naked Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> But at the end, he's just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> this is before, like, all the, the, the celebrity thing or whatever. I saw yeah. that. I saw this so really good taste. That then. sounds about right for Congregate. I saw this really good gif of, it's like this wooden board, 
in this little it has a square cut in the middle of it and then like a little square piece of wiener in it yep nice and then this square piece of wood is spinning and descending onto the space and right before it hits it this huge just fuck you just comes up and then middle fingers <laughs> fly across the screen and then the little piece just like evaporates oh there's a subreddit called gifts that end too soon and that's like that where it's like someone about to like do something crazy and it cuts off there's also a subreddit called fuck dan there is a subreddit. Yeah. It's a really good it's a, subreddit. Good subreddit. I'm the moderator. It's not. It's not about me. No. It's not. It's not me, Dan. But there is a subreddit called "Fuck Dan." And all the threads are like, "There's one thread that's like, hey guys, we should rethink Dan." And all the comments are like, "No, fuck Dan." <laughs> when did we figure that out? Like a couple months Hunter ago. Hunter found it somehow. Um, there, there was a Twitter complaining about some other guy on Twitter that just kept sending him cups of water on the edges of desks, like precipitously about to fall off just making him uncomfortable and he just was getting bombarded with those images like photos of them yeah just pictures of like a red solo cup filled with water like about to fall off the edge of the see i feel like in in in, huh. in the real reality that would be scary but photos of it isn't a photo uh dan you're a photographer uh yes <laughs> by trade is a photo a live stream of what's happening around you or is it a moment uh, in time it is a moment in time oh What's your opinion on the movie Moment in Time? Is that a movie? No, uh, <laughs> Somewhere in time. Somewhere in time. You're a photographer, Dan. I'm going to ask you a follow-up uh, question. Uh, no Would comment. you be afraid of comments? I mean, fuck. Ah, shit. <laughs> comments are pretty scary. Would you be afraid of um, cups on the edge of tables as a photographer? No. Right, Would you be f- afraid of one cup? Possessed by two girls. Okay. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Have you guys seen the Reddit uh, r slash roast me? Yes, I. Ha- I'm. Just, yes, I have. Yes. Oh, it's my favorite. Have you put yourself on there? I have not yet. I should. You lie. Wait. What do I you do? Do you just so, put your name on there? Uh, you post a picture of yourself with a card that says uh, roast me, and people will just literally do that. They'll roast you. They'll come up with hilariously offensive shit about you, and well, then they I- will drive to your house, put you on a grill. And roast you. And roast you. And yes. eat you. Well, I, felt, no, I don't know if that's included. I think that's extra. I feel like roasting only works like if you like know the subject oh, matter. No, really trust well. me, you don't have to. Oh, okay. <laughs> the the, the, the internet is a terrible, terrible place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For those of you listening who did not already know this, the internet <laughs> is a terrible, For terrible place. For those of you place. subscribe to this internet-based podcast that doesn't that don't know how the internet works, how do I you? like the internet. Yeah. yeah. I think the internet's done more more good than bad. I'll I agree, agree with, that. with that. Yeah, yeah I'm glad I'm taking the. Uh... Swing All right, you know, the fuck popular the internet. Also... <laughs> oh, you want to be contrarian? Okay, uh-huh. swing vote. To, uh, contrarian, the, the card game. It's uh, gonna hit retail soon. It's. Uh... Wait, is it actually? I don't. Yeah, that's the plan. We're working on it. It's a work. It's a WIP. It's a, it's... WIP is uh, evoking empathy. Bold the bold the buzzwords. What have you guys been doing? Disrupt that stuff. What have we been doing? Uh, I've been working. A lot yeah. on the railroad. Been working for the Same. weekend. That's right. Dylan looks like he's working. I work for the hard for the money. Uh 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 uh. So hard for. So it. no, seriously. What do you what have you been up to, Dan? Oh, so he's been tearing tricks. He's been tearing tricks and bringing me money. That's right. That's right. Alex is my pimp. Uh, what have I been up to? Okay, so we're getting to the end of the year at the Brand Center, and for those of you listening, you know that three of us go to the Brand Center and. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just sit farther in the corner <laughs> to separate myself from the group. <laughs> oh, oh, you've you've been working your ass off for the end of the semester too, just a different different stuff. Um, so we're at that point in the year where kind of all, you know most of the work we do at the Brand Center it's all kind of team based, and so 
this this oh, group work. Yeah, these, it, oh, it, all, it is team based. So this, these these projects are kind of at that point where we are. Uh, wrapping everything up of course we're wrapping everything up all at the same time so what i've been doing for the last two weeks uh has just been focusing on all of these projects and trying to to, to get all that squared away so i've got a cool thing i'm working on we're creating a nonprofit uh to raise awareness about alternative process photography uh fo- basically focusing on photography that is non-digital and dates back for everything from uh, the dawn of photography in in eighteen thirty nine. Is that related to Dawn of the Dead? Uh, the Indeed. Dawn of the Dead happened after the dawn of photography, and they started taking pictures of dead people. Uh, that was a thing in the in the nineteenth century. They like people would die, and they would take pictures of their dead children, so that they had pictures of their like dead family members, and they just like hang them in their house. And so you can find these Victorian era photographs of of dead people. It's very macabre. Um, what yeah. do you think that we do wow. now that's gonna be looked back as like, hey, that was fucking weird, guys. Anything on Twitter? Wow, yeah, like literally half the stuff we do. Really? Facebook. Facebook is gonna be seen as really weird. I think it's. Think? I think yeah. social networking is going to evolve in such a way that the original form of it might be seen as weird, like MySpace. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking more like Crocs. <laughs> like, oh, I got a story about Crocs. Oh. <laughs> Mario Batali. Right, yeah. uh, so anyway, so yeah, wait, 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 alternative wait. process photography. Oh, wait, that sounds cool. Dylan, you have a story about Crocs. Yeah, I have a story about Crocs. Um, so I did the engineering expo the past two days, and so all these people, mostly rich old white dudes that um hold on i need to adjust dan's mic two by two promenade musical interlude hey 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 la, 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 that, la, should, that looks perfect that's great right there that's me that's me perfect um but so all these people just come by and they're like ooh, ooh, economic development ooh, ooh, yeah engineering very interesting yeah. very interesting and uh one of this this very old gentleman kind of like shuffles his way by everyone's booth and he's wearing like leather crocs and i'm like who is this Sounds old, like my kind of guy who is this old man that's just like kind of shuffling his way through the seagull center and it was um basically the guy that donated like half the money to build the school of engineering oh wow yeah so i was like oh well, i guess when you have that much money you can wear whatever the hell you want crocs. on your feet yeah dude if you're and that then fucking, wearing shoes yeah you get to do whatever you want that's cool. Yeah, that was cool. And then he came up because... Did he look the, at your booth? Yeah, I think he did. He, like, glanced at it and kept walking. But, like... Ah, <laughs> computer uh, science. Yeah, he's an old man. He doesn't know what, how computers work. He, um... But he asked either us... That's not nice. Or the booth next to us, because the expo's usually Where at the... Where are the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> he... Because the expo's usually at the Science Sorry. Museum. He comes up. He's like, is this going to be at the Science Museum tomorrow? And, like... We didn't know how to answer this question. It was what like, mean? yes, we're going to, the expo is going to be happening tomorrow, but no, it's not at the Science Museum. It's here in Siegel. I think you just answered the question. And we didn't want to confuse his old feeble mind. You should have just said yes and had him show up at the Science Museum. And <laughs> Hello? <think> of- Hello? <laughs> Where's the engineers? <laughs> uh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to come back to this this alternative. We'll come back to you in a minute. Your turn's next, Mister. Okay, I'll wait in line. Uh, so alternative process. Did you interview the guy in Williamsburg? Yeah. So this was the highlight for me. Um, there's this guy. Oh, yeah, Williamsburg. In in a lives, world of adventure. <laughs> that's right. And not related to Williamsburg. He just lives outside of Williamsburg. 
Um, he actually practices wet plate collodion photography, and this I'll is show you some again, a, a, yeah, you will. Um, Man, I'm going mid, right on the face. Oh god, mid no. This is a, a mid nineteenth century technique that um, is incredibly labor intensive, and you have to carry uh, just boxes worth of stuff with you anywhere you want to shoot. And uh, but it is just stunning, just really hauntingly beautiful things uh what makes it what makes it haunting um like so it's, his photography or the the, the it's process the, it's a combination i mean you have to have the skill to make the process look correct mm-hmm. um but one of the things is is that you pour collodion it's kind of like this imagine um like like gelatin before it sets how it kind of has that slightly viscous yeah, it's runny like consistency yep. to yeah. it mm-hmm. so you, collodion is like that except it's incredibly flammable so you have to be really careful don't drink it. it don't drink it um, and or do see what happens. Or, or do or Sweet. do. Um, Life hack. Just don't blame us. Uh, so you pour it on the plate, and you can actually pour it on glass plates and make negatives out of it, or you can pour it on pieces of metal and make a positive out of it. And you basically let it run around the plate. Yes. And while it's still wet, you have to put it in a bath of silver nitrate. And so this collodion has salt in it, and the silver nitrate reacts with the salt, which is what makes it light sensitive. Um, but you have to work very quickly because you have to have the collodion still uh, wet when you develop it. Otherwise, it won't work. So you have to then t- take it out of this uh, kind of mobile dark room that you have with you, pull it out of the box, put it in your giant old, you know, the old cameras you see where people throw the cloths over their head, that sort of thing. Put it in there. With a flash dust. Uh, yeah, although you can't use flash with this. Um, it, it's... So old that it doesn't even work with flash. Is it like too photosensitive? Uh, it's not photosensitive enough. Oh, okay. um, you can you can use flash with it, uh, but that type of flash really isn't the best way to go. Okay. Um, I prefer and, it, and it's yeah. So you basically have to kind of gauge it like eh, it's just like a three and a half second exposure. All right, so you just ho- tell the person to hold really still for three and a half seconds, um, and then you put it back in. You take it, you develop it, and it immediately appears, and it's it's on this plate. Um, and uh, it's, it's you know, there, because it's done in a liquid state the whole time, there's no grain. So old photos that have grain, it's before that. Uh, so they're crystal clear. Um, and here, uh, actually. We'll take one right now. No, I, yes, yes, we'll take one right now. Um, I'll show you the one he took of me. I mean, obviously, it's just a digital uh, representation of it, but you can kind of see. He took a photo of you? What? Yeah, he did. That's really cool. Are Isn't they that like an expensive process? It is an expensive process. So he took one of all three of us. Are they in color? Whoa! Yeah. So, so does it transfer color? Or is it just, uh, yeah, that looks great. It's not. Uh, for no, those of you who are listening, it's exactly as Dan describes. It's it is black and white, ghostly and beautiful. Well, it's and silver, it, technically. It'd be cool if it wasn't Dan. Yeah. Silver. <laughs> Me. Yeah. Oh, there's a ghost so that, in the that was actually a picture of Margaret <laughs> that turned into that. No, no, that's, that's actually real. That's really cool. It's beyond cool. Uh, yeah, I was my... some of my favorite photographers practice this, and some of them use it. Like you can kind of fuck with the the film that forms with the collodion as it's developing, mm-hmm. and it, get all these artifacts on it. This guy does a really clean version of the process, which is really hard to do. Um, but some of my favorite photographers practice this, and it's it's really a, a passion. Um, and something that you just set it down. Um, it's something that, you know, a lot of people don't, aren't aware of. And a lot of people, certainly even the ones that are aware of it, don't have the patience for it. Uh, it's, it's time consuming. It's expensive. It's hard to do. Um, it uses a lot of, you know, very explosive 
Alex, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I, I, already, doing I, I already have my phone. phone. Get I your phone Finish your point. I don't even see a screen, <laughs> and I know <laughs> what he was doing. Are you sending a dick as his background? Yes. Probably. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. So anyway. Um, did you Google Jurassic Park, or did he? He did. <laughs> That's the most Dan fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's yeah. going on with Jurassic Park today? So, so the reason I was Googling Jurassic Park is that uh, so an actor from Jurassic Park was sentenced to eight years in jail today, and I was trying to figure out who it was. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, Which one? So the one who plays Dodson. Jeff Goldblum. No, not Jeff Goldblum. Wait, is Dodson the clever girl guy? No, clever Dodson's girl. the guy that, that that hires Nedry to steal the embryos. So they okay. meet, and they're like, you know, don't say my name out loud. Oh, Dodson, we got Dodson here. Dodson, oh, yeah, so yeah, no yeah. one gives a shit. And then they keep talking. He got right. arrested? He got arrested for, I don't, I don't remember what For it was. trying to steal dinosaur embryos. It was really uh, weird. That, it was. It was the weirdest <laughs> thing. It only Life imitates years. art. It would be really <laughs> funny if it was like, like one time Ten sent me a, a photo that Nicolas Cage had to return a stolen dinosaur to a country. <laughs> and I was like, that's the best headline ever written. Yeah. So that's, anyway, so that, that's, that's really cool. It man. was really cool. It's it's a process that it, it's amazing when you see it in person because the, the image literally appears out of nothing. And and uh, so it was really cool to see. Uh, it was also really cool to take Grace and Margaret, which are my two um, uh, co-workers on this on this Holy project, geez. my teammates. And, um, you know, they're they're a little younger. And so they certainly have been raised digitally. <laughs> um Dan's old. Oh my god! I just saw no, Dan's I, I mean, hair gray before so, my eyes. So it's it's one of the things about this is that because technology is exponential, and we got to a point where it doesn't take. It's only a few years before people will never have shot film in their life. Like people uh, already, dude. My brothers don't know anything about film. Right. Wow. And so Grace and Margaret, being straight out of undergrad, you know, they're both having twenty-two or twenty-three. Um, I'm gonna really bum you. You out. know, they remember. I know, they remember film, but they don't really remember having ever shot film. Yeah, and so this is a way for them to not only, you know, I've been working with them, teaching them how to develop film. We've been shooting some film, um, but for them to see this kind of process, uh, you know, even for someone who has an appreciation of it, I was really in awe of how beautiful it was. But they they really enjoyed it. Well, so it was watch. really cool to introduce them because part of our whole thing is that we want to introduce people to these processes that are almost long forgotten and are, are seeing this resurgence. We want to make sure that people understand that these processes are still there. You can still do them. And, uh, there's, it's, it's part of that craft. Um, it, you know, it's, there's something about the imperfections, the, the patience, mm-hmm. the, uh, y- you know, when you found someone that's, that's really good at it, I yes, think that, that goes a long way of like, I mean, regardless of what the, I'm, the, the the topic is super cool, but also yeah. to find someone that's like clearly very talented at something, I think. Yeah, I love watching. For anyone listening, his name is Mike, Mike Bartoletta. Uh, you can check him out online. You can go to his website. Uh, he's a really cool guy, talented guy. Uh, so definitely go check his stuff out. Is this his day job? What a guy! Um, so his day job, he's actually an art director at uh, William and Mary. Um, and really, he, a school? Yeah, the um, account manager that works at my old agency used to be an account manager at mm. William and Mary. There you go. Wait, he's an art director for he's like their communications? Or some I don't know what his department is, but he oversees a team of like three or four people. Um, but he does photography in addition to that. Uh digital as well. But then for this Collodian stuff, um he teaches classes in, in Richmond actually, uh, about really? four times a year. Yeah. So um I'm looking to I'm missing the one he's the next one he's doing is the end of May. I'll already be out of town. Uh but I will look to do the one he's gonna do in the fall. Uh, and we'll actually go out and shoot and, and learn the process. Say fall so, again. Fall. Fall. I've never heard you have an accent with anything. Uh, it's because you don't really pay attention, but if I say words like coffee 
Walk, <laughs> talk, dog. Sauce is really so. When I say sauce, like you know, tomato sauce. That's, I've never heard. Oh, I've never noticed. The have you ever noticed it? Uh, have, yeah. New York, really? New York, actually. yeah. That's yeah. New York. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. A cock. <laughs> yeah, we we cock. Uh, we have a key word now for initiating our Boston accent. It's just cock. Cock. Sorry. <laughs> it used to be chowder. So sometimes we oh, combine chowder. two. We do eat some wicked cock chowder. We get some cock chowder. Get some cock. Before I derail it entirely, the uh, yeah, but I think I think watching someone just is clearly. I think that'll just finding a guy like that makes your thing that much cooler yeah. i think the topic is is super interesting but just having a guy like that he's in dedicated the photo to that is, craft it's funny because he's taking these like old style photos and he works at william mary are you sure he's not like just a uh what are they called impersonators not impersonators what are they called vampires i don't no, know the ones that walk around and pretend to be in old times reenactors reenactor yeah well, yes, colonial, colonial williamsburg they had not invented photography when colonial williamsburg existed so. not the you know actually of. so you know it's interesting i was talking to him about uh it's really common for people who do collodion to go to civil war reenactment sites because the the time when this was prevalent was right around the civil war so when you see a lot of civil war era photographs they are collodion and uh but he was saying that he often won't do it because they want someone who's so authentic that they won't have like he uses these little um like plastic collapsible sawhorses to set his his stuff on and stuff like that, and he's like, they they don't want you to even do that. Like you need to be one hundred percent authentic, hundred percent RP, uh, right? Stay in character the whole right. time. Absolutely, no, wait, 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 OOC. Let me say some OOC. Oh, out, out of character. Oh, no con- sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, I, thought, yeah. I thought you were talking about. I thought you were uh, the, yeah, in. out of character anyway. hat. Um, so yeah, so he was saying that that he doesn't do the the reenactment stuff because they they're very strict they're, about they're it. They're too hardcore. They're too hardcore. Yeah. For the guy with the hardcore camera. For the guy, yeah. For the guy with this this hardcore. Ca- it's not just the camera. I mean, it's it's nerds. Cases and cases of chemicals and and a whole mobile dark room that he has to you know put a whole shroud over his body and work in in the dark and uh, some really crazy intense stuff. And what's nuts about it when you see his setup and you realize. I mean, it, I would say it's probably the size of your dresser there, Mason, the amount of stuff that he has to carry with him. That's a big dresser. Um, in the mid-19th century, when they were first expanding west and, and, and going through and documenting the western part of the United States, pretty much everything west of, like, the Appalachians, they were, there were photographers like Timothy O'Sullivan who would take all of that crap with them and basically walk across the United States to take pictures of this stuff. And so we see these pictures now and we just kind of take them for granted because, you know, it's a lot of our national parks and stuff that at this point, everyone has kind of taken a picture of or seen a picture of. But when the, when they were doing this in the mid 19th century, they were making glass plates that were like, like big 11 by 14 inch mm-hmm. glass plates and having to carry all these flammable, explosive, poisonous chemicals with them all the way across the country. And it's just, it's insane when you realize the lengths people went to, uh, just to take a photograph, which is something we we take for granted now so much that uh, it's really cool to see what goes into that and and understand kind of where where photography came from and why why it, you know evolved from from what it was. That's super cool. I hope you didn't carry my dresser across the country. So my only story that combines both photography and Colonial Williamsburg is when I went to Colonial Williamsburg in elementary school and I had a disposable camera and the guy was firing his musket and I'm like I'm going to take a picture as the second he fires that musket, see if I can capture the bullet. And it was just like a cloud of smoke that came out of the end of the musket. Nice. Dude, that's it awesome. Wasn't really as cool as I thought it'd be, but that's still really cool. They gave cool. us disposable cameras on one trip, and I found out that if I take disposable camera and I hit it against my hand hard enough, it'll trigger the flash. 
oh, so I just yeah. kept running around doing that, and then I got all the film exposed, and all the pictures were like melted together, and it was like because we were at the aquarium or something, so like it's just, like people with like fish heads, and it just, <laughs> it just looked like a really bad drug trip when I was oh, nine. That's a that's really that's good great. drug trip. That's that that is such a Mason Dan story. Is Dude, now I did the, the exact what same the fuck thing. Does that mean? I just picture a little Mason running around like hee 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 hee, like nah, slapping the camera. Did he have a propeller cap? Why is he laughing like that? I blew big big bubbles with bubble gum, and it got all over my face. That's right. Uh, Dane's I, the well, photographer for the brand center now. Uh, yeah, yeah. he takes that. your photo, your photos are really good yeah, from thanks. the recruiter session. Nice work. Yeah, uh, bravo. Thank bravo. you. Thank you. You are a good photographer. I have a PAX East update. Evan just said in our Facebook chat, guys, that's Newark, and that's all he said. We <laughs> can. <laughs> <laughs> we were driving by New York, and they kept being like, "I don't think that's New York. It's not big enough." And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "That's fucking. That's just New York." Because we can go up. Uh, whoa, whoa. And someone was like, I think that's just Newark. And I was like, no. The big difference between Newark there's, and New York. Yeah, there's we were, a big we difference. Right, <laughs> we were right in this awful place in New Jersey. <laughs> we were right before the George Washington Bridge. And like we had no context of like where we were. We knew we were in Jersey. Yeah. But we weren't sure if like there was water. Because the way it's it's yeah. hilly yeah, enough. That's the Hudson think, River. Yeah. Like me saying. If you were unsure of it being New York, it was almost definitely Newark. <laughs> But uh, it was, but definitely, no, it was, was there, definitely New York. It was. It was actually Manhattan. Was there Manhattan. a building that looked like? <laughs> was there a building that wasn't the there Empire anymore? Empire State Aww. Building. <laughs> oh, no, don't. No, that was two buildings. Was oh, <laughs> there a ghost of two buildings? Bloody. How come when I say inflammatory things like Mason, stop? But then everyone gets to be mean. You know what? Just too common for you. Okay. Got Raina back. Uh, <laughs> anything else going on, Dan? Uh, and then just doing a whole bunch of other shit, <laughs> a whole bunch of other projects. Yeah, I can tell which one you're passionate about. You can tell which one I'm passionate <laughs> yeah. about. Um, no, actually, I. So one of the other projects I'm really down with. Um, we're the sickness. Yeah, I'm down with the sickness. <laughs> Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Um, it's like the third time we've referenced that goddamn song because because it's disturbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not the greatest band ever. I thought you said no. Rage Against the Machine was the best. Band no, ever. I don't actually yeah. think that Disturbed is the greatest band ever. I think far from that actually. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing this thing where uh, my, my teammate, uh, Marie, and I creating this thing called the Lowe's Lunchbox Project. And essentially, we are tackling um, how terrible our lunches are in our public schools in the United States. Uh, and so we're creating programs that allow children to um, grow food at their schools so that they learn where their food comes from, have a sense of ownership and connection to the food. So it's mm -hmm. not just something that comes out of a can or uh, a box. And... Uh, and so we're implementing this program that, that will go kind of nationwide as a nonprofit sponsored by Lowe's and uh, in, involves donation of tools and resources to get this program up and running, as well as an online component that has lesson plans for teachers uh, and all of that kind of stuff so that this can be integrated from K through 12 and American children can actually understand where their food comes from, that food is grown. It's not just kind of comes out of a can and uh pink slime pink McDonald's. slime right so we're really excited um about I, think I think i think that project yeah. is very yeah good that's one. cool yeah branded as far as branded content goes i think that's rooted in something genuine which i think a lot yeah. of the xd try to do yeah i agree so i think that I think we're good about that yeah you know it's better well, than lowe's first idea for school lunches which was just sawdust <laughs> yes <laughs> yes yes that would be very un unpleasant for all involved why don't these kids like the food we give them <laughs> Just compress tagline. Let's Lowe's? let's build something. Always be improving. Uh, don't stop improving or always be improving. Always be improving. Don't stop improving. <laughs> Lowe's will give you that pine dust. <laughs> Are you playing any games, man? Uh, so that's one thing I haven't done a ton of, but I have done some of. Um, 
old games. Uh, oh, not good. old, not old games, but but not new games. Uh, Saints Row Four. I've been playing that. <laughs> Dylan just left. Dylan's, Dylan's, Dylan's done. We're talking yeah, about video out. games. Dylan's I'm done. <laughs> what uh, the fuck? <laughs> so Dylan has to poop. Um, Typical. Uh, that is so yeah, Saints Row Four. Yeah. Uh, I've never played that's a Saint, Saints Row old. game before. And yeah, so this yeah, is one games of goals. Like, I downloaded two years ago? that, and uh, you know, just it's ridiculous, and fairly fun, but got old kind of quickly, and so yeah, it's kind yeah. of that. It's kind of a. Uh, I would compare it to like Cool Ranch Doritos, mm. where like up front, you're like, you're man, like, this is cool and man. ranchy, and then and then you have a few, and you're like, I need to eat real food. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just like that you can jump really high in that game. The, so loco- the locomotion in that game is Hold really on. Cool. Mason, is did you really ever play good. Crackdown? I love Crackdown. I fucking love Crackdown. love Crackdown. But I will say, one of the things about the locomotion is that... Put your hand in my face. You, <laughs> I will say. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, once you get the... Uh, once you unlock the ability to like hover and fly and jump really high and all that shit, you stop using cars entirely. You do oh, yeah, not yeah. use or it's cars. it's like Saints Row 4. And... You do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been talking about Saints Row 4. You just, you just left the room and we've been talking about it. Well, sorry. Like, shut up. It is like Saints Row 4, yes. Yes, it's indeed. very accurate. Welcome back. How was your poop? I didn't poop. I was... Sarah was playing music in the other room and I felt like I was the only person that heard it and I was it was like driving me insane. Like, I wasn't sure if music was actually playing or not. So uh, you're checking it that it was playing? Yeah. And you, did you open the door and hey, stop that music? No. Okay, good. So, um, I'm nicer to your girlfriend though. That's not, thank you. So we've been talking about me playing Saints Row 4. So, okay, you bring up a good point. And, and we'll come back to the, the Saints Row. You know, it's like Crackdown. <laughs> nice. So Saints Row 4 <laughs> suffers from a problem where it's this, it's a sequel to a franchise where there's mechanics already in place. So I think yeah. that for them to build a driving system, not hard because they already have it. But now they make a more fun, as a player, like why would I drive when I can sprint? And totally. Stuff. Totally. It's, it's a weird dilemma that I think that, you know, you don't see any other medium facing because like. Yeah. You have choice. Why would I choose? Is it okay to want to choose one thing over the other? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and it's, it's I think almost, it's also, you know, you look it's at like, like feature creep for horror, a game. Yeah. But you look at, so like, or bloat. I, I think say a, bloat. The bloat. best yeah, example is like horror movies, especially kind of like 80s and 90s horror films. Oh, like films, same kind of jump scares? They, yeah. But yeah. The, the thing is with films, it, it's two hours max, and people know they're coming in for the same thing, and they pay their money, they get it, and two hours later it's done. Whereas with video games, you know, if you want to charge 60 bucks, again for the same thing you have to have enough iteration yeah. to make people feel like it justified their money so you know you go see friday the 13th part 12 or whatever um you're kind of going for the same thing you know you're going for the same thing because it's only an hour and a half long it's not it's not 25 hours i would argue that there are some I there's, think there's as much sequel fatigue in film as there is in game. Yeah, there, like when people when people see like a really good movie and then they go see the sequel to that good movie, just like in games, they want to kind of be surprised or they want to have the same exact sure. experience. They want the same experience, but if they get if it's delivered in the same way as the previous yeah. um, installment, then they're not going to be satisfied. But I'm specifically referencing like older school horror films where they would come out yeah. with like no, no, I think I get ten of from. them and, because they were so cheap to make and they knew they could make their money back. Because there were enough people that just wanted the same thing. Well, and video games are a lot more intensive. And mm-hmm. so there has to be that thing that grabs people more than just the thing that grabbed them the first time. But, unless it's so damn good to begin with that then it's okay to not really iterate. Um, and there aren't a lot of examples of that. Uh, as you Creed, I would say. 
Like, there are some yeah. examples in Assassin's Creed, some installments that are unique, like 4. Yeah, four, uh, 4 is exactly what, as soon as you said that, that's what popped into my mind. And then you get to Unity, and, you know, one of the problems with Unity it was is it was just too much of an iteration of, like, 3. And yeah. 3 was not that great. Except they peeled everyone's yeah. skin off. <laughs> that, too. I love that feature. <laughs> I, you know, that game, gets a, that game gets knocked a lot. That game was one of the first games on the new generation that really, truly had beautiful graphics. Hey, look, the that, uh, that game, game is... I don't, I don't think anyone argues that. Like, yeah. You want, you want to talk it, beautiful graphics. I've been playing Ratchet and & Clank, and my God, that game is beautiful. I thought you were going to say Undertale. Cratchit & Rank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would Ratchet, never I say Undertale. I've heard people speak very nicely about Rat. You know what, Alex? Fuck you, Dan. We're going to talk <laughs> about you now. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Dan. I love you. <laughs> uh, what's going on, Alex? Sorry, Dan. Not <laughs> we'll much. come back to you in a minute. What are you, cool. what are you even doing? So, like Dan, I've been doing... A you've been playing Saints Row 4? Yeah. Oh, you've been I'm playing Crackdown? Dan, that's wonderful. Uh, Dan now has a little uh, green dinosaur on a pencil, and it's kind of cute. Yeah. Um, you need to stop with the visual gags, man. I've been working like a dog, and it sucks. Stay with me, buddy. Stay with here. Stay yeah. here. Um, <laughs> however, I've also been finding time to play Ratchet and Clank. So, Like a good man should. Oh, Get yeah. the fuck out of here, Dan. <laughs> So Ratchet and Clank on PS4 is a is a semi remake of the original Ratchet and Clank on PlayStation 2. Um, I was obsessed with the Ratchet and Clank games when I was a kid, like, mm-hmm. like legitimately obsessed, and mm-hmm. I couldn't really figure out why. As I was playing this game, you know, it's fun, it's beautiful. When you smash a box open, a crate, and you you've get, been talking. About, I feel like that's a cool thing that you like a lot. Not that you like smashing, smashing boxes. open boxes. No, no, so, but there's, so there's some. We were talking about loop. the. We were talking about the the, the fe- feel, the game yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So there's this. So Crunchy. the the main currency is bolts, and you get them from breaking boxes open or, or defeating Wrong enemies. Hearts. And yeah. <laughs> and when you smash these boxes, it just it feels like you are crushing something. Like it, it sounds good. It feels good. Not in a, in a weird. Um, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 not weird at all. It's it's just. <laughs> It's just you this I like, wish you put your pants back on and stop sweating so much. <laughs> this one like simple little <laughs> moment of a very, very large game is is the thing that you wanna keep getting to. Well, so, I think what's interesting I'll go first and then you can go. Yeah. Is that I think what they do is a is a gameplay thing that's really interesting is that it nails everything. Like the the responsiveness of when you press that whatever it makes your wrench go button to his animation moving quick enough to the uh, the over exaggeration of the box exploding, which is kind of like how Pixar overswings through, or like I guess oh, Disney the animation, animation general, yeah, yeah, yeah. the squash you, and stretch. You kinda, mm-hmm. Yes, the yeah. squat, exactly. Yep. And then the Concepting sound design, depth. I think, in Ratchet and Clank is actually really sound good. design is great. Um, and w- after a few planets, which you know, equivalent levels, um, all the weapons start working in synchronization with each other. Did you get yeah. the pixelizer gun? I did. That's sweet looking. Yeah. And so there's a big RPG element with the weapons too. You level them up. Uh, the behavior changes, and then you reach a you know a turning point like level five, and the gun changes entirely. Um, you turn the graphics up on level five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, 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 yeah. What were you saying, Dan? I'm sorry. Oh, just no. You'll I was going to say I haven't um I haven't played Ratchet and Clank, although I watched you play the other day a little bit. Uh, but I have played the other Insomniac game that I have played is Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. Yep. And oh yeah. Everything you're saying right now, it. I, it doesn't surprise me to hear about this remake because knowing what I know from playing Sunset Overdrive, this is clearly a developer that gets the feel. Like, yeah, they understand, like, you know, when you're in Sunset Overdrive and you do, like, a double jump up and then slam down with, into, like, a car and, and, and it just explodes. It's the coolest 
feeling thing oh, yeah. ever. It's just really well done. Um, and that leveling mechanic for the for the guns and the upgrading mechanic uh, and all that kind of stuff that they do in Sunset Overdrive the, really really just feels good. The oh, Sly yeah. Cooper devs also when they made uh, Infamous too made like locomotion. Yeah. I think is something that's when you do it right, you can make uh, an okay game way better. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I think Infamous Two is like a pretty okay shooter, pretty okay story, but because it's so fun to move around, it raises the rising tide raises all boats. Yep. If a game feels good, it's a better game. I haven't, oh, I haven't, I haven't played Sunset Overdrive, but the skating locomotion didn't seem that fun to me. Man, Just like Tony Hawk, no, very, yeah, but oh, Tony Hawk no. is also a pain in the ass to control sometimes. No, it's no, so easy, it's so it's easy so and intuitive. Fluid. I didn't uh, think, I, I didn't think it. I was gonna like it either. And I got it on sale when I first got my Xbox. It's free on, it was Xbox on sale now. for like fifteen bucks, and it. It just felt the, from the moment I started playing it, I was like, "Oh yeah, nope, this game's really good." Does he feel like he moves fast enough though? Yes, when you get like a boost and stuff. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. boost. Yeah, and you can. You can grind on anything. You can jump yeah, off. Even the the, even when you first start the game, it's it feels fast, Is but over time you'll level up, get faster, yeah. get boost, that a kind of bit. stuff. It feels good. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, because like I know in like Tony Hawk, whenever I would grind a rail and like you'd lose your momentum, so you'd just be like slowly yeah. inching towards the oh, end yeah, of the yeah, rail. Balancing. You don't have that. In this there, there's never any of that. I Whatever. love Tony Hawk though. Oh, oh fuck that's yeah. a game that also I think Tony, Tony Hawk Five. The Hawk. No. Which one? I like Tony Hawk Five. Three. Five just got released like six months ago and oh, got yeah. pain. It was like three point two on they got, like, IGF sure. or something. Yeah, I got like really quickly rushed through development, and they're like, "Here it is." No, no features, terrible physics. Just. What was that? I think it was an Xbox game. Was skate? It skate, yeah. Skate rocked. Yeah. I, ne- I never played it. I, I really wanted to. It skate 4. Bring that skate thing four. just looked fun. Yeah. It is cool. It's made by uh, EA Black Box, I think, which nice. is a Canadian dev. I don't know I anything about so. Black Box. They, uh, they were um, Need for Speed devs that made that game. I'm pretty sure they were race devs. Did you hear about the thing on EA's like Instagram that was like a running joke that everything EA, oh, EA put up on everyone, Instagram, everyone was like, "Bring Skate Four back," yeah. or "Bring Skate Four, Skate Four, so once Skate Four." I'll hopefully have some insight into what's going on with EA this summer because the agency I'm going to work yeah. for is doing some work with EA right now, but I don't know on what. So it's gonna be Probably just a bunch Mirror's of Edge. Mirror's Edge yeah. catalyst Probably. stuff. Well, and the new Battlefield gets announced on May third. Oh, really? So I bet you that you'll be I love how that ramp. Dude, they I'm, now I'm so announce on that series. They now announce announcements. It's like with yeah, Nintendo. It's not a new thing. It's not a new thing, but it's a dumb oh, yeah. thing. Nintendo it saying dumb thing. That, that E3 is going to be just Zelda. Zelda and no NX. And did you guys all see the PSN's making more money than all of Nintendo combined? That's fucking cool. I, I it's doesn't surprise me right now. It, they have no products. I don't think it's fucking cool. I mean, I feel bad for Nintendo. I just think it's cool that PlayStation is breaking it's so much. It's good for PlayStation, but. I'm I'm honestly scared that this may be Period. the last year of Nintendo. No, uh, no. no. last real year of or this this will be the year that we look back and say no, that's the year Nintendo. No, they have died. a new console coming. But in. They, they that's new, uh, when did, what, so let's talk about 2000. What one or two? Sega had a new console coming out. Uh, yeah, but Nintendo's Sega. got enough, Nintendo's got <laughs> nice. enough money in their war chest to, to run. No, the they literally a can run like a five hundred million dollar loss for like I don't know. I think a it's a couple long decades. Time. So yeah. a couple put, it, decades. put it into perspective, right? I was looking at this chart the other day uh, of the consoles. <laughs> Those sold. words together. Hold on. To put in perspective, I was looking at that chart. This chart the other day. <laughs> Continue. And here's our four annual analysts. So. <laughs> Uh, invalidate my argument. The number Shirt. of every single console, with the exception of the Wii, has sold fewer than the console prior for Nintendo. So they have they have thirty uh, years of of getting worse, wow. with the exception of the Wii. But uh, do you count, are you it's so 
no, the DS consoles. The DS, the DS is their most, the DS is their most successful console. Um, but no, consoles, actual home consoles. Okay. Um, but to put it into perspective, something like uh, the Wii is their highest selling home console. But it the costs game, the game, nothing to right? Make. It costs nothing to make. But the GameCube, uh, even though the Wii, the Wii sold, I forget, it was something like 110 million or something crazy like that. Cool, 110 um, million. But the uh, the GameCube still sold, I think, like 28 or 32 million. The Wii U has to date sold just under 12 million. Yeah, and it's it's, it's a done. Pretty big failure. It's done, and it's 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 a cool console though. It like is it. a cool console. I like it. I like my Wii U. I but I'm sad because they're not there aren't going to be any other. The only other Nintendo game that's really going to come out for the Wii U is going to be Star Zelda Fox? Wii U. Well, Star Fox um, is already out, but yeah, Star Fox is Zelda. already out. Um, but Zelda is going to be the only other kind of big release, and then it's on to onto the new console. And I, I, I hope so... for Nintendo's sake that they figure it out i think they're going to go strong mobile integration yeah um i think it's going to have they already announced that fire emblem and what animal crossing are going to have smartphone releases yeah dude what yeah you didn't see that that's fucking cool i love animal crossing it's your meetemo no it's not (laughs) fuck (laughs) meetemo it's your meetemo dylan's like the way i say meetemo that's because I don't like how you say that either. Don't say that, Mason. Nah, he's catching on. It's me Tomo. I was, I was spreading around facts. It's me Tomo, me- right? It's me Tomo. It's me Tomo. It's yeah. me But I also like me <laughs> I can see both sides of this Don argument. Cotting. Me tomato. Uh, me- but wait, so me tomato sauce. I'm so impressed. No, well, I'm I'm shocked that thumbs down. I'm shocked that they are doing the same thing they did with Twilight Princess and having it like a. You're surprised about that? I like. I thought that was like the most telegraphed thing of the whole fucking planet. But like, it it didn't back it like it didn't backfire from like a sales perspective on them for Twilight Princess, but it kind of backfired from like a PR. You're talking about E3 perspective. Well, no. Well, I'm just talking about like the uh, sense of oh, like how it was like, going to be a GameCube exclusive, yeah. and, and then it ended up being GameCube yeah. and Wii, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? Everyone gets it. I, it doesn't. I mean, are you saying like the messaging on it is bad for the new? Con- I think people are ready it is for bad a new when Nintendo you take thing. take your you treat one of your flagship franchises and treat it as a, by two years and treat it as a sunsetting product for yeah. the previous device. Yeah, but it's just Grand Theft Auto Five for the previous consoles. Mm. I my thing is is. But I'm Grand Theft Auto isn't tied to a console I mean, manufacturer. Grand Theft Auto Five back two years, and no one is t- no one makes games like Nintendo does, where they are like the no. they make the best games for their console. No other. No, so the same the same article I was reading that showed the statistics on console the sales one that had the also chart. showed the one with the chart oh, that yeah. I saw this chart and this yeah, chart, chart showed chart, me chart, some numbers. Chart, chart. Talk about the chart. chart. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> so, uh, yes. But this same article said that uh, in the last twenty five years, no other developer has a higher favorability rating on Metacritic than Nintendo. And and it's one of these things that you you, you got to wonder where is where is Nintendo fucking up that they're making these amazing games but people aren't buying the consoles to play them. I don't understand. Well, I I think it's more that people aren't buying other games on the consoles they make cuz the the sell through yeah. rate on the sure. the Wii U to their Nintendo game sales is pretty consistent. Like people that buy Wii U buy Nintendo software. Right. It's more that no one else wants to develop for their products. No one else developed for their products. I think also leads to the fact that no one buys their products. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like having a proprietary like uh, movie format. It's almost like if you had mm. this shitty music service that you tied all your MP3 players to and your cell phone devices that you couldn't put anything else on. It's yeah, a really I, shitty ecosystem with a I really shitty app store. I didn't like Napster either. Microsoft Zune. No, no, it's not about <laughs> Apple. Zune, but Zune is dope. <laughs> Wendy, Wendy and Mason are like the last defenders of the Zune. Dude, I actually will say I never had one, but my best friend did, and I wanted one. I that had shit a Zune was HD, great. and I gave it to tim after a while and the zune hd 
was one of the first uses of the OLED screen. So it looked great. The Zune UI was amazing, which is now their yes. entire Microsoft yeah. you know, UI. It's you know really amazing. Don't 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 you dare say Apple vinyl. Oh shut up! Oh, <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole different Boo, argument. I can't man. deny you on that one. Boo! <laughs> I only listen to Aug files on my uh on my Neil Young music player. I just call Neil Young and have him sit next to my ear, and <laughs> shout and, his music, and I'm like, yeah. man, better. This is worth all the money I have. Huh. All negative. Money I don't have. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to cut into your passion oh, for Zune. Eh. I know I know how much you love Zune now, and I'm glad I have Dude, that. Zune, I feel like Microsoft's Zune's, on the uptick. So, oh, Sonic R is yeah. killing it. Uh, OneDrive is amazing. Zune did okay, the fucking wait, wait, wait. music on. service before. I had a Zune pass, which was $10 a month when I was in high school, and you could download. It was Spotify. It was Spotify, yeah. Wait. I also like the social aspect of it. Like, wait, you would share uh, songs. Eh, yeah, that was pretty I haven't cool. used OneDrive at all. Tell me rocks. You use Evernote. I use Microsoft's Evernote. Oh, okay. It's Evernote, Dropbox, and Microsoft Office all in one. Okay. Yeah. It's just my favorite thing about OneDrive, and this is really dumb, is that I have, you know how you have like a Google Drive folder or a Dropbox folder on your desktop? Yeah. You have the same thing with OneDrive, but you can download it and then you can also send it back up to the cloud. So Dropbox is doing that now. That's but, really smart. But they're only doing that first part, not the second oh. part, I don't think. Wait, See, wait, I like wait. that I can send it back What's up. What's the difference? Because on. basically, if, if Dylan and I are sharing a folder and I have three gig podcasts in it, I can pull it down, edit it locally, and then shoot it back up. And then delete your uh, local. And delete my locals and then take up space. It's really that's yeah, awesome. So for that's why I wish it's Dropbox. Awesome for, um, so Dropbox is doing it. It's called Project Infinite, but you can like you can see all your cloud files and say, okay, pull this one down. But ho- I mean, I feel like they should be doing where you can delete your local copy. But what they should be doing is investing in infrastructure so we all had faster internet connections and just could not have to store anything locally to begin with. But. That's just me. You ever been to Arkansas? <laughs> I prefer to pronounce it Arkansas. Oh, I've never been to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Last mile infrastructure is really hard. Uh, yes. We've had this conversation on this podcast before because I've lived somewhere without the infrastructure, without the internet. We did a, um, for the product we're doing right now, we're featuring a product from a, la- a second year last year. You guys know Eric Osborne? Yeah. He did a project about Green um, Goblin, about Native Americans in the U.S. and the, the alcohol. I think it's a problem they had to tackle. Like, how do you tackle alcoholism with the uh, discrete population and mm. their thing was like we need to get broadband to these people like they're just facing issues that regular people with poverty face and it's if you have broadband you have more access to jobs more access to this than the other thing knowledge it's pretty cool it's a pretty cool solution smart it was one of those creative problem solving things so they did it through that uh that google program where they like do the wireless internet thing i guess i don't i haven't looked into cool it uh so alex ratchet and clank ratchet and clank and next week is the Battleborn beta. Not Battleborn. Fuck Battleborn. Um, Overwatch. The kidding. Overwatch beta. Lawbreakers, Paragon, name me five other ones. Sunset Overdrive. That aren't Overwatch. That are basically Overwatch. Overwatch. So oh, you're yeah, excited fair. for Overwatch. I'm very Wait. excited. It's been a long time since I got really pumped about a competitive FPS. You're so excited about this competitive FPS, but you're not bringing your Xbox to Pittsburgh this um, summer. I'm thinking about not bringing it. That's probably, you know. Why are busy? you not bringing your how Xbox busy? to Pittsburgh this I summer? I said. I'm considering it because there are so many things I want to do with my time. So do those things, but have the Xbox in case Just you want to masturbate use it. and play Xbox at the same time. That's, I don't see what that's the problem what I'm is. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the middle right yeah. now. I get, yeah, I get it. I get it. I do. Yeah. I do. I'm not bringing my Xbox to LA, but that's for different reasons. I'm not bringing my Xbox. I'm bringing. I'm bringing my Wii U. It's because he he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Gotta uh, play Star Fox Zero all summer long. 
we'll see uh, no, we'll see Zelda how much two. time Zelda do we'll see how much time I can I can keep myself off of like pure on video game addiction this yeah. month if that goes well then hell yeah I'll do you feel Xbox like you've been playing me. a lot of games lately is that I have I uh, I feel like I've uh, been like I it's really jacked in really easy for me to like go over hold the button on the controller and start playing games and before I know it it's an hour later and it's like oh shit I should have been doing something else That's, and not oh, that what else should you be doing I mean right now we've got five projects to do Masters Canada eh. yeah. Eh. So I don't think it'll be a problem. I'll probably take the Xbox with me. I'm I'm not trying yeah. to guilt you one way or the other. Oh no, I'm bringing my PC. Yeah, and I'm when we leave work, I'm just gonna sit there, <laughs> play my PC, and work on and that go game. Back to work with me, right? And work on the game. Um, and Game Maker. Yeah, right. Why not, dude? Game Maker would be dope. Um, so he's gonna change his mind. I got another pack story. Um, sweet. They had a big, they had a big Overwatch presence there. Huge booth. Huge booth. Everything about PAX was huge. And they um they had the three booths, cars. The patrons. Cars? They had three cars. <laughs> uh, they had like two Mason, what were they? Like Lamborghinis? What were the sports cars? I don't, know, Lambo, I don't understand they had a big that. Truck. Like, wh- why would you have... Oh, because oh, they were they're using it for Uber. Yeah, they're, sweet. they were oh. showing it off. Well, they first they were showing it off on the floor. That was really cool. But the, the truck that they tried to bring in broke down. <laughs> it crashed. Yeah, it crashed oh, as God. they were trying to bring it in. Um, and then Randy Pishford said something about it on Twitter. Really? Yeah, because they were like upping Battleborn. It's like, hey, we'll see any crash cars in Battleborn booth. Blah, blah, blah. But um, <laughs> oh my god, dude, the Battleborn. Well, before, well, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you though. So the only thing was like, so when you went to the Overwatch thing, so they had like this huge Overwatch where you could play it, and then they had the cars where they were showing off the cars, and they had a bunch of people that were in costume as the heroes. I didn't see that. Yeah, That's and they were cool. in character. Yo, Dude, the, battle, was, the Battleborn characters look really cool. This is Dude, Overwatch. Oh, Overwatch. Okay, but I like, didn't get excited like about this game too. until I saw like the character videos and like those are pretty like, cool. And Blizzard's always good at that stuff. But like Blizzard is w- always good at that. Walking by this area with these two cars, and you have this woman dressed up as Tracer. Oh my god, speaking is in a British accent. Pants? Yeah, Be she's like, beating come here, come here. I'm like, whoop, nope. This is nope. This is weird. This I'm, I'm out. <laughs> you don't, <laughs> you don't want to live in a video game. No, no, like no. Fuck, Ready Player One. I'm out. <laughs> uh yeah i don't i i don't I, that whole the whole theatrics part of pax is both fascinating and terrifying to me i love it we, we love were it. thinking of making so yeah. we we're thinking of making a bingo board and we were trying to think of like things you would see you see you know see man dress up sailor moon and some of that a guy princess peaches and girlfriend there's, mario there's a there's a guy uh misty was that roll? i saw the guy misty <laughs> the guy misty three. was pretty Harry, good Harry. Um, what, yeah. one of them was cosplay cleavage, and we were waiting in line for the parking, like still in the car. And this woman just rounds the corner, like, "Oh, cosplay cleavage! All right, mark, market boards." Dink. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I a saw a lady's boob pop out. Hey, wow. I have a lot of respect for cosplay. I'm sorry, I'm gonna over your boob, your boob <laughs> comment, Mason. Oh, I mean, I, I, I you, almost you, think just, you blew past that. I totally. Mason, I, 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 sorry, Mason was so excited. Eyes. So excited. I, I wasn't excited. It was not. I was. It was, it was not cool. a nice boob. People, people who are successful boob. at cosplay and put a lot of effort into that. I've got a lot there of respect some, for that, man. There's there some, cool some shit. really good cosplay. Like I took a picture with. I got to take like so. Evan is like super obsessed with Halo. He's like, get a picture of Master Chief. And like he just wanted a picture of him, so I just like walk over and I put my arm around him. I'm like, dude, and like I have like a million selfies with me and Master Chief. That's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. There, yeah, um, there is a Master Chief dressed up in a chef's outfit, and then that's pretty good. Master one, chef. Chef. <laughs> one step removed from that, there is a guy in a 
ancient Greek Spartan helmet in uniform, also dressed up as a chef. So they like kept like obfuscating the concept of I Master Chef. I just really chef. wanted someone to, to dress up as a chef from the neck down, be wearing a Master Chief helmet. Nice. That would have been sweet too. Um, back to Balborn for a second. Overwatch? No, Battleborn. Crackdown? Mm. Paragon? <laughs> um, Saints Row 4? I'm a little... Yeah. Oh, it's all the same. Um, I'm a little bummed that gear like this game isn't likely going to be better than it it could be. If, if, I hear if mixed for, things on it. Yeah, for, for Gearbox, a developer that I love and has made such good stuff, like... You know. Speaking of announcing announcements, they've already said confirmed they're going to make a Borderlands yeah, 3. Borderlands yeah. 3 I don't know they, if that's a reaction to yeah, the... I think it is. Yeah. It's kind of like, don't lose faith. We can still make something great. The uh, I the messaging for Battleborn has been really weird, though. Like, whoever's handling all that is actually doing a really poor job because I, I, I think too much of it. if I was doing the Battleborn messaging, I would, do, I would go out of my way to differentiate it in every way possible. Well, yeah. let me tell you. That- it's a hobby grade... First person mobile like, never mind. Oh, <laughs> I, don't know, I thought you were being wait, serious. Wait, is, is that the? Is that what that's, the, that's Randy Pitchford's like oh, tagline? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, the, you know, it's. I'm sure. So many studios, what the hell does hobby grade mean? So many studios. Like, God, if I know. Just, you know, they release iterations of various lure that already exists, and it's really hard to introduce a new franchise. And this one looks like it could have the potential to be. A new thing. Is, it bones me up. But yeah, they just they they missed the boat somewhere, um, because it, I mean some of the art direction is really cool. Yeah, they could do oh, some like really. It looks Character like you awesome. could introduce really unique, interesting, memorable characters that could then live in their own world, and they could have this universe that that is its own thing. Some of the character um, design, though, I'm not a fan of. Like really tiny waist, really big shoulders. Like, uh, well, I remind, like it. It looks yeah. like ants. The DreamWorks movie. You just, don't, you just don't like the, uh, um, what's the word? Um, he wants it to be pixel art. Yep. <laughs> just need eight bit. want more pixel art. More, more pixels. I'm sober on pixel art. I, 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 I'm kind of in between on it. Like it doesn't bother. I like big shoulder pads, and there's a lot of big shoulder pads in that game. I like so. WoW's big shoulder pads, but like it'd be waste. Not doing it for you. Do you fan. like the, do you like the Overwatch art style? Yeah. I think it looks great. Yeah. It looks. Yeah, it looks, does. Looks so, like Pixar. Battleborn. Huge booth effects. Enormous. And they do this thing where you go up and do the demo, and they take a picture of you, and they put it behind. So you're in front of the character that you're playing as in the demo. And I did. I'm assuming. I don't actually know what. I just I looked at it a lot, and they have a little line about what the character was, and they all have these little one-liners. And one was a uh, a pissed off tree hugger. So it would come up, and it'd be a photo of like just some you know Joe Schmo wearing Battleborn sunglasses, and then it would be like a pissed off tree hugger, and. It, Every person was the same character, so everyone was a pissed off tree hugger. And then it was, God, what are some of the other ones? Oh, I never saw this. Oh, so. it was on the big projection. Wait, so, is there a, is, was there a picture good. of the character that they were playing as? Too? So it's like, so like if you were playing Alex, it'd be a picture of you. They took a picture of you with Battleborn sunglasses on, and then behind you is the character you were playing. Okay, Th- that and makes then it had a little sense. line about the character, and I was like, Who? this looks so stupid. As I know, yeah. Gearbox is developing Battleborn. Who's distributing it? I, like yeah, it, 2K. they yeah. usually yep, that's publish the all Gearbox stuff. 2K, 2K, or 2K games? 2K, yeah, right, but not, like 2K like, Australia, 2K nah, Marino, just, no, just regular well, 2K. There's a general 2K games yeah, that yeah, yeah. all those sit underneath. Yeah, no, I'm pretty yeah. sure two aren't two. I don't think they own Gearbox, if that's no, really. No, 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 I thought 2K and Take-Two were in some yeah. similar. No, 2K is owned by Take-Two. 2K is owned by Take-Two, yeah. And Take-Two owns Rockstar. Owns Rockstar, right. Yeah. Follow the money. Follow the money. 
Hobby grade Illuminati. Bioshock. Hobby grade Grand Theft Auto. Bioshock is being made by Rockstar. You're hearing it first. Yeah. Uh, award exclusive. <laughs> no. Man, I was, there has to be a big daddy Frankly, mod. we gotta go to the rapture no. and They're steal gonna, some shit. Uh, so I've, been, I've actually been reading a lot about Bioshock recently. Just Surprise. Because, for the grass? I know. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> We're so nice. We don't yeah. but, uh, little, little punchy. Love you, Dan. Little punchy. I, well, because that is a big question, right? Is who is going to develop the next Bioshock? Yeah. Because 2K has said they're going to do another Bioshock. It's probably 2K Marin. And my guess would be 2K Marin, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they started a whole new studio, a development studio, just to do Bioshock. That two, wouldn't surprise me. 2K Marin's doing something really cool I mean, right Well, now. didn't they liquidate they the entire... Um, 2K and Marin still exists? Uh, oh, Irrational's done. Irrational, yeah. Irrational's done. They're no, no, broken no, up. Right All the people too. who worked on those projects are working on other projects at other developers starting their own. Or yeah. That's done. So There's when, like a small task force that now is what... Irrational is yeah. So, do, yeah. so do they think the property is so big that it would warrant an entire studio? I mean, they killed a irrational. So why would they? They didn't, kill, they didn't kill irrational. Ken Levine killed irrational. He was uh, done. Okay. Yeah, he walked away. And so they, well, he didn't walk away. That. Like like I said, they basically dismantled it, and he has right. like this small fighting force where right. they're gonna figure stuff a freedom out. Freedom force. Um, yeah. bro force. <laughs> No, Freedom but Force I do, is the King I think, of game. I, uh, I do think I think they're gonna gauge it. I think when they Freedom Force is the main when they release the um the, game is hilarious. the 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 pack um the game pack with all the the three pack the, the three pack remaster, you know, yeah I don't the, know if they're gonna remaster the threesome it. um but when they no, release that weird. no I don't mean like remake like Halo Anniversary Edition I just mean remaster usually these days refers to just cleaning up the videos. right and I don't e- but what I'm saying is I don't even know if they're gonna do that really? clean face um, mod. Because here's what I don't get, right? They've announced and have had this announcement for a long time Airplanes. that uh, all the Bioshock games will, will be backwards compatible, but they haven't actually released that backward compatibility yet. Um, I would be very shocked. Bioshocked. I would be Bioshocked if they... No, I would be system shocked, Dylan. Yeah, taking it back. If they... Uh, I'd be looking glass. Our heads are shaking right now. For those sense. of you who can't see us because we're on that a computer, our heads are shaking. Um, I would be I'd be very surprised if they then suddenly released these as backwards compatible mm. and and released HD remasters. I think they're either going to release HD remasters and and rescind their uh, backwards compatibility claims, or they're just going to release a three pack in case you never got the games the first time. Here's a way for you to rebuy them. What about Bioshock two pack? Uh, no. Twofer. Get out. Oh, come on. Two-pack. Bioshock two-pack. He's got a problem with Bioshock Biggie. <laughs> Sister Shock Biggie. Big Daddy? Yeah. Boom. 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 Franchise. New Bioshock. It's also from the makers of Def Jam. I figured it all out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Five I think 2K, I wouldn't be surprised if they put a whole new team together for, for Bioshock going forward. Just, uh, do, you think, do you think it's like, um, yeah, what's his name? The combat designer for that game. Who's the art director for Bioshock? I can't remember. Is it just him like walking up to a guy like benching in his yard and he's like, "We're getting the team together." And find <laughs> he's, he's like a line cook now. <laughs> some <laughs> shitty diner. Find a guy like yeah. wailing on guitar in his garage. Leave the, like, the apron on the car. Ca- leave the apron on the grill. <laughs> and then they realize, yeah, that something like that. You can't make a Bioshock with five people, so they all go home. <laughs> Fuck. All right, pixel art. <laughs> <laughs> Narrative Lego. Uh, so yeah, the how do we get to Bioshock? What are we talking about? Battleborn. Bioshock. Oh, Are you yeah. gonna play Battleborn? You're a big. You like. You I like. I love Gearbox. Gearbox. I love. I like. Uh, I like my. I like my Borderlands. Uh, <laughs> I I I'll probably end up playing Battleborn if the reviews say it's fucking great. 
or if it comes out for free like a year from now on Games for Gold. Yeah, see, that's my problem with... It's one of the reasons that I probably will never own Destiny is... Don't. It's one of those games. I like Destiny. You either you either I get in. Destiny. My heart was it, broken. Uh, you get in on it on the ground floor, or you don't ever get in on ah, it at all. Penny stock seller. Get out of here. No, it's, I, that's no, totally it's, what it it's, is. And, and, yeah. and Battleborn is one of those games where I have not seen enough to convince me that I want to spend spend sixty bucks on it. If you release it at thirty, maybe I would get it and get involved at the ground floor. But you know, if, it's the same reason I'll never buy Evolve. It's it. I didn't see enough compelling stuff oh. in that game. To make me want to pe- spend the 60, 70 bucks when it first came out. If the insurance and now $3, that it's super I cheap, I, you, I've, I've considered getting it. I'm like, man, it's like 15 bucks, but no Dude, one's fucking playing it anymore. Right. It would Evolve. be so super why? fun, though, if we all got it. Evolve and played it one night. There's only two of us that have Xboxes, though. Uh-oh. And it's a five person game. Yeah. Well, no, we can match make as the shooters and yeah. find eh. a monster. We'll find I consider it because it's like 15 bucks now, but, Dude, but it's it one of those things. It's like if no time. one is playing yeah. it. It's too late in the game, so it's it's at this point it's why it's just a waste of fifteen bucks. I'd rather right. you know get really well, go get something that's like, get Tomb Raider, it's or, like yeah, this. or a backwards compatible fifteen dollar game that was really good on the three sixty that I never had right. or something it's, like that. It's this catch twenty two of having an online focused or an online only game is that you need there to be a day one install base, but in order yeah. to get that day one install base, you have to push that product so hard yep. before it comes out that you have to to ensure that there is an install base. So like for sure. Yeah, so I think everyone kind of got the same idea at the same time. It's like, oh, MOBA first-person shooter. So then, you know, Battleborn, Overwatch, uh, Catch-22. <laughs> Mason just pulled a book out titled Catch-22 it, to it's, make it's, a visual it's the point. book, Catch-22. That's where the term comes from. Um, and then... Where the term comes from? What, what, what else... No, I thought the t- I thought he named the book after the term. Oh. No, no, he didn't. Oh, no, it's because he's going through the Catch-22. You're right, yeah. you're right, you're right. <laughs> I forgot. Anyway. And Paragon, I don't know if Lawbreakers has many MOBA aspects, but like all those games, it's like they all it's 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 the same thing with the with the WoW mentality. Yeah. WoW came out, everyone said, "Oh, subscription based MMO." Oh, it's totally the same. Like history repeats itself. And they just and they all came out the same time, and they're all gonna be like, "Fuck," because yeah. you know because now there's just saturating market, and and what people only now realize with like the subscription-based MMO market is that WoW did not make an MMO market. They made a WoW market, you know? So one of these games is going to be successful, most likely going to be Overwatch because Blizzard knows how to shine and polish a game until it's near perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Overwatch is not that, I mean, I think... It's not not really a new model either. It's just... Overwatch is... is, It's Team Fortress 2. Exactly. Overwatch is not as close to the, the MOBA model I think that Paragon, Battleborn. I haven't seen anything about Paragon. But all these, all these MOBA likes. What about Lawbreakers? Does that have Law? No, 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 it's just a multiplayer shooter. Okay. So Lawbreakers, but <laughs> sit down, Cliffy B. Just sit down. No, but I, I think it's got grappling hooks. I think that sweet people confuse. Oh, is that the Cliffy B game? Yes. And this is the point I was making earlier. Battleborn and Overwatch are actually very different games. Battleborn is more like playing Destiny raids over and over. It's not even that much like a MOBA. I mean, it's it's similar in the loop of like you you level up through the the round and whatever. But it's more like playing Dungeons and Destiny, whereas Overwatch is like playing TF2. Yeah. Okay. And, and 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 to my point earlier is that like, dude, these games should not be competing for as much mind share as they are. Battleborn should be going for the the division players, the Destiny players. Oh sure, absolutely. And Overwatch should be going for the CS:GO players and the the the, the kids that the kids on the streets. Maybe maybe it's a lot of like the art style. It, that's it's also a lot of that. Oh, it's a, totally art style. But it's the same thing that you know you, you have a, a fucking White House down movie and uh, <laughs> Olympus has fallen. Olympus has fallen. It, the game industry is big enough now where like 
you know, Jamie Foxx saved uh, saves the president. Saved Gerald. Is the pre- wait, wait, what is what is he in? I don't know. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman's in Olympus Think is Fallen. Gerard Butler. Yeah, Gerard Butler and Aaron Eckert's the president. Two Faces the president. <laughs> Sweet. I like Aaron Eckert. I like Aaron. He needs He's to be. Cool guy. He needs he to be in more stuff. And more. Not, so, he does not need to be an I Frankenstein. Do you know? So J.K. Simmons is playing Commissioner Gordon now in the new. Yeah. Just what? in the DC in the cinematic universe. The best casting of all time. Gary Jameson. Oldman. Gary nope. fucking Oldman. He might as well born J. Jonah to Jameson. be. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, J.K. No. Simmons. Gary Oldman is as Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. No, is like I agree. A perfect that, that was great. I agree. Oh yeah, that was awesome. I just, and Michael Caine as as Alfred. Mm. Also, I, uh, oh, I love. I like Michael Batman Caine. News. He doesn't, but he doesn't. Uh, Batman News. The first trailer is out for the R-rated animated version of the Killing Joke. Yeah. Uh, I never yeah. read, I never uh, read the it's gonna be sweet. It's gonna be great, and I, it's got the original voices, and uh, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be great. It's gonna be messed up. I just watched um on HBO. I just watched uh the animated movie of uh, Batman Year One. Yeah, I just saw that was on know, HBO. Oh, it's so. I'm gonna watch know? it. I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I just saw it was on HBO. Wait, did I let you borrow day. my copy of Year One? I have Year One at home. Yes, and do I you, need to get it. Do back you, do you know? Do you know? I'm just making a note. Yes. Do you know who the voice actor is for Commissioner Gordon? It's Brian Cranston. Yep. Oh, that's oh, cool. like, that is a perfect it's so yeah. awesome. piece of casting. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice piece of casting you got <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Year One's sweet. I like Year One. And I like Dark it's, Knight. It's one of the best Batman stories. Dark Knight Returns is sweet, too. And well, I really hope the Bat, the Bat flick movies. Yeah. That. And they're both written by um, Frank Miller, which is interesting. So it's like, okay, I wrote the end of yeah. Batman. Let me, let me go back to the beginning. Frank Miller makes good comics. I like Frank Miller's Daredevil. That's the best Daredevil. I think I have it in here somewhere. It's Which pretty is- good. Um, the, my favorite Daredevil is um, uh, Brian Michael Bendis and um, what's his face? I can't remember the artist, but um, there's a the black and white one. Cause the no, one no, no. Um, so Bri- uh, Brian Michael Bendis's Daredevil is what the show is really based off of, like this really gritty kind of like throw the kitchen sink at Daredevil kind of stuff did you ever see that um uh, have you read frank miller's though i have because that's where foggy's like a heart, like he it's more like super noir daredevil it's yeah. sweet have you oh s- it's good i'll give you that what was it the playstation experience when they first announced the powers tv show yeah. and they walked brian michael Dude, bendis in out that suit what the fuck but also like no one knew who the fuck he was <laughs> so it's like i'm brian michael bendis and i'm like <laughs> were you at the playstation experience yeah i was i was that guy <laughs> one guy in the car- oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like the townspeople in Fable. Pour <laughs> <laughs> one out for Lionhead because they shut down today. Yeah, no poor guys. Oh, I thought they. Oh, I thought they, they, announced they, they were in. Into, um, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I thought that was registration. Yeah. Is that what's called? Yeah, because in in Britain there are laws, there are labor laws, where the employer that's shutting down um, has to find them work, facilitate finding fa- work. Yeah, facilitate. But, but yes, Fucking here's a link to a job board. Get out of here. <laughs> um, what was that? Oh, Black and White. That that was that's a game cool play. game. Yeah, yeah that's like growing up. Never played Black and White. That game or is Peter Molyneux. I don't know if it is a line. It was yeah, it was line. Line. I knew it was Peter Molyneux. It wasn't Bullfrog. I love Fable One and Fable Two was like a formative game. For Fable me. Two is fantastic because that's when I was a junior in high school, sophomore in high school. Yeah, and uh, I got my wisdom teeth out, <laughs> so I was just like just on all the painkillers, <laughs> and I played. Have I told you the story? I no. think you might have mentioned it, but you'd say it On again. On podcast? You might have. Where I played like 10 hours of Fable, and I got like 5% through the game, because I just 
never left the town. And I just kept, like, escorting in people to the river and killing them in the river and then going back up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because it takes you down into the, yeah. I need to, to, to lend Fable 2 to you, about Alex, because you said you never mm-hmm. played it, right? And it's backwards compatible, so I should lend Ooh, that to you. Yeah, please do. Fable 2 is pretty good. Batman. Um, yeah, which I haven't. Arkham I need to get through. Um, no, City. Arkham City. Arkham City. No, um, Arkham, no Arkham, 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 but, Arkham. I mean, yeah. actually, just give it to me before you go to. Um, oh, but you're yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. But I, um, I like Fable One more. I never finished Fable Two. I like them both. I yeah. like them. There's something about the 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 era that Fable Two takes place in that I really like. Like that industrial, like pre yeah. industrial. Right. Fable Two has the best ending. The story, the way that story arc ends, mm-hmm. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I also. Voice of the ba- the I really like Fable Three. I know it was Tim not. loves Fable. 3. I really no, Stephen Fry's the voice 3. of the Butler in Fable Three. Not no, it, that's John Cleese. Yeah, John Cleese. Stephen who's Fry, Stephen Fry the, again? the uh, industrialist. Stephen Fry. Who's Stephen Fry? Stephen Fry's a guy. Jeeves and Wooster. It's like him. Um, and who's the the guy that's in the the Ghost movie? He's a British guy. The Ghost movie. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. No. <laughs> Fuck. Answer for everything. Famous <laughs> British comedian. John Cleese. Uh, Ricky Gervais. Hugh Ricky Laurie. Gervais. So Stephen Fry yes. and all of them came out of that, that whole era. Well, okay, Jeeves and Wooster was that oh, show. Oh, I know Stephen Fry. Okay, yeah, yeah. You ever Stephen seen Fry Jeeves? like a big kind of fat yeah. dude. Yeah, you ever seen Jeeves and Wooster? Uh, That's no. what Ass Jeeves is based off of, oh. is that character. And oh. Wooster was Hugh Laurie. And it was, oh, it was like a okay. period. Did you know Hugh Laurie was a rower? <laughs> Rode a pair. Rode was he really? Oxford. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good pretty rower. cool. He had His this... dad was an Olympian, apparently. What? Wow. Yeah. For what boat? I don't know. Big boat. Big old boat. I don't know anything about So the first, so the first, submarine. So the first modern Olympics. <laughs> one of the people that compete in uh, discus never played before, and he came, went in, and won it. Dude, that's fucking rad. That's awesome. Yeah. Wait, Stuart he, Little's mom is an Olympic archer. So Stuart Little has two Olympic. No, not Olympic. Stuart Little like. Oh, because you Laurie, but yeah, the mouse. Yeah, 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 the movie, the the animated movie with uh, Michael uh, J. Fox. But, is but the Hugh Laurie. I always forget that Michael J. Fox was the voice of the mouse. The mouse. I love Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. I don't know. It's good perform- guy. Never mind. No. Dude, uh, <laughs> wow. His performance was really shaky. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, That's what I was gonna say. Oh. I thought you said it and not me. Ah. <laughs> uh, Welcome to the War Podcast, where we're all horrible people. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Mason. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. Wait, what? What's the button on your website right now? Oh, shit. <laughs> Hush, little Alex. Don't say a word. Have you showed them the every uh, bootstrap site ever? I showed I'm that afraid to, to show it to them because a lot of my products just end up looking like that. Not so really. Don't worry about it. My- <laughs> well, I know what bootstrap looks like. I showed like. it to my boss, who's a webmaster at the School of Engineering. He thought it was pretty funny. Dude, at the very end. Our senior navigator design just looked exactly like that site. So. Yeah. Look at this fucking shit. It's so yeah, fucking innovative. Headline image in your search bar. But the fucking icons. But the very uh, last uh, line of the website just says, actually, this is a pretty good theme. Hey, yeah. There are a lot worse things that websites could look like. Let's be honest about this. But the Space Jam website. Uh, <laughs> no, their Space Jam website, nothing could look better than yeah. that. That's what I'm saying. Ever. He wasn't arguing. Ever. We're on Team Space Jam, bro. Team Space is it, Jam. Is it it's every fucking bootstrap page ever? Yes. Is it? Poo.com. I showed you guys the, a picture of poo.com. Poo.com. You're obsessed with poo.com. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, you are. All you do is talk about it. Poo.com. Poo.com. And you get in class about? and you say poo.com. I don't even know why Team One hired you because all you're going to do is show up in LA and be like poo.com. Guys, guys you need to copy this Poo. website. Yeah, I got this new idea. We're going to emulate poo.com. <laughs> Um, the copy on the every fucking bootstrap. I don't know why I went on tired. I'm <laughs> what, sorry. What was that? Oh, do you, do you want me to read it? I have it open. No. Okay, sure. 
It just, just, just bits, I mean, just choice bits. Oh yeah, choice bits. Uh, seriously, look at this fucking template. Have you ever wanted to make an original <laughs> website yourself? Forget that. Who would ever want to put all that effort into an original website? I will say that one thing that the the designs. I know it's an overused design, but it, it's effective at what it does. Yeah, it works. Yeah. yeah but it also, you know, it also is effective at what it did. Poo.com. Uh, I'll, I'll go with that one. Um, I love how Dan is so obsessed with this uh, dinosaur pencil thing. He's just figuring it out. Me out. All right, all we right. got. All right, back on track. Well, we got. What time? What time? Y'all got to go. Um, six. All right, add six on the well, dot. A little before. Yeah, we probably have to leave a little before. Dan right, and I well, need then, to go dungeon some dragons. All right. Well, then Dan and I, Dylan and I. So strap, buckle in, motherfuckers. We're gonna talk packs. We're gonna tell you about packs. All right. You ready? Do I'm it. ready. I never want to make that drive ever again. <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. When it you was told like, me you drove, I couldn't believe it. It was like... I didn't realize you guys What was it up? It was like 10, 12 hours? Oh my God. Going up? Because oh, we left no. at like let me tell 6. You, let me tell you what driving with Dylan and Wendy's like. What? <laughs> I have to stop. Now, I'm a little, I'm a little critical because Dylan's like, oh, Yuri's forged you into being a blah, blah, blah. I don't like stopping. I'm like, you, you were going. But we didn't stop that You will that piss much. your pants, child. Dude, it was, we stopped. We stopped a lot. No, we stopped like... Four times. Oh, that's God, a lot. So many. Thank you, Alex. Thank you so much. You go. For, you go that five hours, and then you stop. That's what you do. I don't look. I'm. <laughs> I would have gone more, but you know, my girlfriend was sitting nah, right I next to me. Buckled. And Wendy, to be fair, <laughs> and also I drove the entire way up. Oh, I'm not. I'm not judging you. No, this guy's no. giving and, you and shit. And Dylan used his car. It was awesome. I'm saying, I think I have been forever broken by the amount of road trips I've been on the past month, and I never, ever. Ever, 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 ever. I don't have a way to end this. <laughs> you can One, fly direct I mean, JetBlue from drive. Richmond to Boston for like 90 bucks. Yeah, I'm going to fly next year. Yeah, you're going to yeah. do five hours to Pittsburgh, so get, get ready for that. Yeah, but five I'll hours be in my car and I'll put, better the, than I'll 12. put the diaper yes. on. I'm going to go. Me and that astronaut lady. Are you a serial killer? The fucking serial. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Fuck, fuck. I'm coming for you. I'll let Pittsburgh. you know what it's like to drive all the way across the country. I just remember I watched Dylan yeah, come out and Wendy had a coffee, and I'm like, no. no. <laughs> I'm just smacking out of her head. That's a diuretic. <laughs> no. Get one yeah. of them wide mouth Gatorade bottles. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. For Wendy, she can get a funnel. <laughs> oh, Alex, that's not appropriate. Okay. No, I will say, the drive on the way back was better. Yeah. Less tolls. Oh my god, that one toll on the George Washington Bridge is like $15, please. So I was yeah. like, fuck you. What yeah. the fuck? And then the Jersey Turnpike is like 20 bucks, and there's that one in Maryland that's like eight. My state. I think round trip is probably 70 Yeah, Holy probably. shit, yeah. Tolls guys. Are, tolls are insane. New New Jersey Turnpike, it wasn't really, it wasn't that bad when we I got on. I do not like people filling my gas. Yo, I don't either. Oh, and we I'm made from it, there. We made it a point. To not stop on in Jersey, Smart, but it's so when much we were cheaper. Going way back. No, it, no, it, it wasn't. Because gas in Jersey was cheaper. Gas in Jersey was is cheaper. Gas, yeah, yeah, gas yeah, in Jersey really. is way cheaper. Uh, the only state huh, I've between been here in Jersey, as time. someone who drives to New York at least twice a year, uh, the Jersey, the only state in that whole it was under two. thing that's cheaper than Jersey is Virginia. But wow, when you pay with card, they upcharge you. Depends on where you get it. It's like move up, yeah, the, the, one we move up the pump. Oh, a lot of, there, a lot there are places here in Virginia, Virginia that do that. I huh. just don't want to, because you pay a 5% fee on every transaction. Something like that. It's like 2%. It might be, yeah. yeah. It's like milk. All right, so whole, PAX. Whole percent. PAX itself. Um, Wait. Anything else? Have, oh, no one was thinking Arby's the whole way, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, that was every a catchphrase. I've been doing that joke all week, and it's been driving them crazy. <laughs> because I've seen them 
I've seen you guys what like three times, this like week not total? that many times, but every time, every, like, multiple times, every time. You think Arby's? You think, you think Arby's? Arby's? No, Mason, we're not thinking no, Arby's. Mason, we're not thinking Arby's. <laughs> um, Even Arby's is not thinking Arby's. We we, st- we stopped at the Delaware, the big Delaware stop, um, and then like everyone was like, "I hate people," and I was like, "Oh, this is fun." <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's Delaware for we you. We played a lot of twenty questions, guys. Yeah, Wendy. Um, how many bottles of beer on the wall? How many bottles of beer? You guys ever watch video game twenty questions when they do that on? Uh, that one IGN podcast? No. no. Oh, it's fun. Well, Someone s- thinks of a game and then 20 questions. Anyway. But we stopped at this rest stop. And, and Wendy <laughs> wanted to talk, so I... <laughs> Throw the ball to Dylan. Wendy got... Uh, us. All right. What did Wendy get, Dylan? <laughs> Wendy got Baja Fresh. You remember the Baja Fresh she got? And when she like started uh, eating it, it was like chicken tacos. And she's like, this chicken just tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is... She was not thinking Arby's. She was not thinking Arby's. She wasn't <laughs> she thinking anything at that point. <laughs> oh, my God. She was yeah. thinking... Hey, Dylan bought these bananas that he was just trying to offload the whole fucking trip. And he's, like, upset when people didn't eat the banana. He's like, hey, you want this the banana? people meaning like, no. you and Wendy? Or, like, random oh, people oh, Evan was there. Yeah, Evan was there, too. Oh, okay. was like... Evan ate a oh, banana. Evan weird. was a good man. We're going to talk about packs. We only have... We have about five more minutes. So I'll let them go, and then we'll talk packs. No, no, no. I want, well... They got, no, we got, we'll end when they end. We got a solid 10, 15 Yeah, yeah we're good. Yeah. All right. The We show up and we're in um, uh, a suburb of Boston. I can't remember. It's the we're one in Cambridge. Where, no, it's where, where's Tufts? Tufts is in, well, Somerville. It's Somerville. Or, yeah. Cambridge. So we were over no. there. So it, it's it's a, it's by whatever, the whole region thing. Oh, okay. Well, the address said so Cambridge. It's, like, so. it's a little college suburb of yeah. Tufts. Super cool area. Like, I was, I think I had more fun. I thought I... As much fun hanging out in this area, like seeing, because I've I've been to Boston once, but I was like there, like just to race. Yeah. So it was really cool to see this area, and there's the food's really good. Nice. We show up to the Airbnb, and I never got an Airbnb before. And we oh. walk up to the door, and this guy with like a super thick Boston accent's like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "Can I help you?" Can I help you? And I'm like, and then when he was, well, no, actually, because I, I got scared. So when he was like, "We're here for an Airbnb," <laughs> and he's like, "I don't know nothing about no Airbnb," and then walked in, and I was like, "Oh." And it was our. It was the address we were staying at, but yeah, it was like it was. It was building. Yeah, it was delineated into apartments. Oh, but uh, also, like everyone's like super eye about their fucking parking because, like, apparently, uh, yeah, no, a, parking in Boston is fucking well, terrible. Well, this was like he said, Somerville, Cambridge Doesn't area. Doesn't matter. It's right. Boston, but, and it sucks. But the point is, like, we we asked the guys, like, is there any parking? Because like all the instructions were like, oh, if you're coming from the airport, if you're coming from the train, yeah, parking like the par- little shitty parking like. Uh, driveway that they had next to this apartment was like three hundred dollars a month. Uh, that's cheap. That's f- that's yeah. really cheap. Don't go to any big city. Do you know yeah. how much? Do you know how much the parking was at the where I worked in downtown Boston? The it was connected to a parking garage. I wish it was like ten. It was like eleven hundred. It was three hundred and eleven. I'm sorry, eleven hundred. It was like eleven hundred a month or something like that. And granted, this was fuck. in this was in downtown downtown Boston. Prime real like estate business. Business district of downtown Boston, like right by Faneuil Hall. Um, Get down. But yeah, it was it was insanely insanely expensive. So sure, uh, I have no context for what that is, but like that's more expensive than. Boston, being in Boston, made me appreciate Fallout's art direction way more. Yeah, I told you that when we talked. I told you that when we talked about about that game. When I was when I was ahead of Charles, I saw the Harvard area, so I felt like I knew up until the police station, and then after that, I was like, I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, now I saw it. They we saw really the police job. station. Yeah, they did a really good job. Yeah. We drove cool. right drove by, by it, and we're like, like, "We'll put it. We'll put it this way. I 
knew where I was in that game without having to look at a map. That's yeah, so funny. you said you like really you cool. were like in the science I was like, museum, this is the right? Science museum, isn't it? And then I looked it up in the map. Yeah. yeah. So I never played ten feet, and you're like on the other side of Boston. And you're like, wait a minute. Oh yeah, there's that. But... <laughs> yeah, that was the thing when we were driving through Lexington. We we're like, wait a second, this yeah. is like a thirty. Oh, it's minute drive. <laughs> I never played three. I only played New Vegas. I should go back and play, you three. Play three. Now you that I'm, after after living in DC for seven years. Yeah, you should go back and play well, three. So three's a lot of repeated assets, but you yeah. still get all the, the memorials. I just want to walk through DC. Yeah, well, think of three makes it I mean, way knowing, cooler. Knowing DC yeah. and having lived in Boston, three has some accuracy. Four is oh hyper accurate, very accurate. Okay, cool. Well, in Fallout three's art direction is very different. Where I feel like Fallout four goes out of its way to feel. Like buildings feel different. Where Fallout Three yes. is very much like this is the building, this is the building, this is the building. They're all the same. Ha- having not gone around like the historical area of Boston, like I didn't see as much of the colonialism architecture. Yeah. Like there was there was that World Trade Center building that we walked through. That's like on the bridge across from the mm-hmm. from the convention center, and it was like. Oh, so it was at the convention center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you got okay. So you were, I I know where you were. You're yeah. But it was like that architecture was like neoclassical. Yes. So, so that's South Boston. That's an area that. When I like where that area is in the South End, that was South End, not South Boston. Sorry. Um, yeah, I thought South this, Boston was like a bad. No, like a rough not anymore. Part. So that's oh. what I was gonna say is that the South End was kind of gentrifying when I was living there, but as soon as you got across, like, got further down, it was still pretty bad. Now it's all this development down there that was not there when I was living there. Hmm. Um, what I guess nine years ago now. Um, it's amazing to see how much that city is expanding into. That convention center is huge. So I did a, a case study for them my senior year of college. Um, actually, it was for a hotel. You're a hospitality major. Because uh, I was a hospitality major, and so we had to we had to figure out if the Hyatt in Cambridge could position themselves against the competition. Uh, I think there's a Hyatt right next to, to the be. There is now. There didn't used to be. There, uh, yeah, partly there, because there like of this. Three. Partly because of this study that we did. So they were trying to figure out if they could get business at the convention center. And so we had to do all these like time trials with taxis uh-huh. to figure out how long it would take. And we did this huge matrix comparing all these different hotels that, you know, could they position themselves as something that would be usable for the convention center? And basically the answer was no, you cannot. <laughs> and so they had to they build, they a build, a, build a new high. That high was full of weed. Uh, well, there you <laughs> go. Everything is surprise. Like weed out. I was like, what dude, a Boston's surprise. A stone ass city. Dude, I, I think, think, think Pax is a stoned-ass convention. I think, so, I think Pax mm. is a stoned-ass convention. No, I'm saying all Boston. Fuck Boston. <laughs> fuck all that shit. I'm just kidding. Hey, hey, it's not that kind fuck of convention. Fuck the <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. Let me tell you the story. So we're, we're, we're sitting up. in line. We're sitting in line. To go to the overflow parking, right? And uh, I think Wendy was like, I wonder what kind of cosplay we're going to see. And Dylan's like, it's not that kind of convention. <laughs> and like, like, literally 10 minutes later, a massive army of cosplayers walk by, and then while it's just cosplay everywhere. So all throughout the day, there's just everyone being like, "Yeah, don't no, sound that kind of convention." <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was one of those things where like you were so wrong that it, you had to laugh at yourself. Because, yeah, like, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I will say that that I did watch a bunch of stuff on IGN hoping to see you guys, but I didn't. So um, so mm. this is weird. Evan and I, so we we kind of broke up every once in a while, and uh, I was walking with Evan. And we we're kind of like walking over to the Rooster Teeth booth. We we're like looking Sweet. over them, and um, I'm like, "What's going on here?" And I like peek my head over, and it's just like Greg Miller's shoulder, and I'm like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of weird. Oh shit! I kind of like, almost like you know, yeah. I don't think they're recording, but really it was funny. it was funny because I was like, I've been following Greg Miller now for like a long fucking time. We're talking about the IGN guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not well, with saw, them anymore. I saw a bunch of people. I saw I saw wow. Nolan North. 
Whoa. Yeah. We were playing Puerto Rico and like Nolan North and his posse just like walked by the whole tabletop place. He, brown, would a, he, he would have a he would have a posse. Uh, yeah, Wait, the brown colonists. The brown colonists? Well yeah. no, what was you, you told me. All right. So so we played Puerto so we didn't really play many games because like all the lines were so line. fucking long. Yep. But so we went cool to the about that. the free play um tabletop it area. Sucks. And so they just they just have <laughs> tables full of board games that you can just pick up and say, all right, I want to check this out. Feature. It was so it. cool. Um, we played Puerto Rico. Yeah. Which Have you ever played Puerto Rico? Uh, I haven't, but I know what it is. And okay. We need to play Puerto Rico before you leave. Puerto Rico is fantastic. Yeah, we, we need should. to go. It's, it's an let's, amazing Let's just go to game. one eye Jackson do it. I'm serious. But so, one in, so in Puerto Rico, Mason was like, yeah, I played this before. It was like, we can learn about it. And it, it took us two hours to get a game through. And I think it's just because of the length of the game, but, but also because we, we, were, we were learning it. Um, it's so good. So it's there's so like good. so everyone has their own island of Puerto Rico and they have the city of San Juan. You build buildings, you make you build plantations, and you grow stuff, and then you sell it. And everyone's trying to accumulate money and victory points. Um, they avoid using the word slavery in the manual. <laughs> Dude, when I played the game, I played had slaves. But so in this version, they're brown colonists, <laughs> and they come in I on went the... out of their way to label them as brown colonists. <laughs> and they and I'm come. Like, what? Is... Now the board game just calls them colonists. Yeah, and now and they come in on the brown colonist ship. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like no, they do not. <laughs> they do not do anything of the sort. And then Evan. Oh my god. And, and Evan. And I think the first time he was being genuine, and after that he was making a joke. But he continuously kept asking if he can sell the brown colonists. And I was like, Evan, stop. <laughs> oh, because you accumulate God. colonists every, and every turn. Things. You can sell your resources. And he's like, I was like, oh, no. But you, I mean, can, uh, like, can you? No. no. Because he, you accumulate resources and you accumulate different resources at different rates depending on how you structure your city and your island. And he was just getting a huge influx yeah, a, a couple of terms. So he just had a in, brown colonists. The game, so the whole game about, is about accumulating and and efficiently spending. It's like an RTS, it's like yeah. a board game RTS without combat. I loved it. I, I think it's such a because you have to basically wow. not like the systems game. Surprise! No, not, not, <laughs> yeah, right. Not <laughs> only, awesome though. Not no. only do I you also have, won, so fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> you of course. Not only do you have to plant on resources, but you also have to build buildings that that. Like, allow you to maneuver around them. Again, well, it's a really good But, game. like, you can only get resources from a node if you have a building that will, like, Productive process user. that resource. So you can only... Unless you have corn. Unless you have corn. And I had a fucking strong corn and, game. And so every time... And there are roles, and the roles determine, like, what you do. So there's... Beaver corn. There's, like, corn. There's oh, like a production God. role or a craftsman role that makes you produce whatever you can produce. And someone's like, all right, production core is like, all right, I'm taking half the corn... <laughs> and now I have half the corn and half the sugar. So what you're saying is these brown colonists were working to make all this corn and sugar, and then someone was just taking well, it from Wendy's them? Well, Wendy's farm made tobacco. <laughs> Historically yeah. accurate. Yeah, Wendy was complaining about the historical accuracy of the game. I was like, Wendy, they're called brown colonists. Like, we're, we're, we have sailed so far from that point. But that that game, Puerto Rico, is kind of like the board game or board game, though. So, like, the, the people that are like, I want to play something that is like evokes Catan. Or, so uh, it would have done really horribly in Andrew's class, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it would have been like what fucking happened to me where yeah. I got, you know, 50s because people didn't want to take the time to learn the uh, rules. Yeah, I mean, should have made a game like Contrarian that, uh... That's so simple that even... And, uh, and, uh, just yelling at people in different funny voices. Actually, no, it, hey, uh, no, your game is good. I'm making I fun of you have both jealousy and respect. That game is uh, awesome. Yeah, pour it on me. Tell you me ticklish? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bioshock. We'll talk more about PAX in, in the, the Bioshock. Um, oh, God. I want to tell one story okay. about PAX. Do it. Is, is it about Roller Coaster Tycoon World? Oh, 
Actually, no, I'll tell <laughs> that story. Tell two stories. I'll, tell, I'll save a couple more. That's going to be one. So, um, my, my friend Evan, you guys may have met. You've met Evan at the Christmas thing. Who did I meet? Um, On my birthday? Pat? No, no. You um, met Austin. Austin. That's Revan. Austin. You did meet, actually, Evan might have been. I might have met Evan when remember. I was wasted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah bruh. He only so, shows up when you're wasted. <laughs> Evan loves Roller Coaster Tycoon. Like, when I would go to his house and we would play Roller Coaster Tycoon, and I don't know, that's what we did. And, and um, then you went up to the Roller Coaster Tycoon, you put your hand around his shoulder, got a picture of Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah, it's a photo, it's a <laughs> but Evan stood away. And um, so Evan sees the Roller Coaster Tycoon world booth, and he's like, he's like, oh, sweet, Roller Coaster Tycoon. And like, as he's walking towards the, the developer, one of the developers of the game, I'm like, hey, wait, no, it's apparently a garbage fire like it's, it's the game's terrible yeah, and like it's infamous it. <laughs> garbage as fire. evan's getting the demo the guy is literally like yeah there's a lot of bugs in the game uh <laughs> that doesn't work uh yeah that kind of sucks uh like just completely undersold it and evan had to sit there the whole time and play through the whole demo <laughs> so the best uh, the guy because he can't walk away because he's kind of sitting there and he's kind of watching him so it'd be you can't just be like oh this is broken like walk away I mean, why couldn't he yeah social Alex Rice might do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially if the guy <laughs> Alex Rice would like rip kick the computer. Did you, did you make you this piece of shit? You right there sitting uh, hey, next uh, to me? Uh, feedback. Let me give you some feedback. Uh, no, um, <laughs> you suck. This game bad. sucks. And you should die. Yeah, this is bad. Bad game. Let me give you this some a, feedback. This is an excuse for an abortion. You call a video game. I, uh, I like the part of an when I stopped playing the demo. That was good. Um... Let me tell you about it. I actually, I actually took these uh, hierarchical notes about what I didn't like about the game. You can expect my lawsuit for the waste of fucking time that just happened in my life. Uh, you will be hearing from my lawyers. But the best part was <laughs> that you're critical, Alex. Yeah, I see. You win. I see. Kind of like both Evan, Evan and Wendy are making a beeline to the yeah, Rosa, roller like coaster tycoon. Big eyes at each other, like, did we walk away? Well, you walked away, and and I was like. Yeah, I heard this game's not that good. Like, in my head, and I look over, and Evan is kind of, like, just dumbly staring at the monitor That's while the guy... Nice. Where the guy... Well, no, like, he's just kind of like, well... Be- like a fucking idiot. Well, no, it's like the, the, the guy that was showing the demo is, like, trying to take control, and all he's doing is spawning... <laughs> Jurassic right. ju- Jeeps from Jurassic Park, like skin, like the Jeeps from Jurassic Park. And there's like a hundred of them. And then like another one comes down and like pushes all the other ones out of the way. Another one comes down and pushes. And they have a creation system. Uh, and I kind of look at that and then I look over and Mason's just standing there like on the edge of like the velvet ropes, like watching like Overwatch demos being played. And I'm like, yeah, that looks better. And I just walk over there. <laughs> Packs, guys, I would, I think you guys, it's such a shitty, such a shitty part of the semester for us next year, though. Yeah, yeah it is a really shitty part of the semester for us next year. Yeah. Yeah. If it's different, we should well, try, no, we should try to go to weekend. Uh, weekend. Yo. Oh, they haven't said it yet. Yeah, so it might be a different weekend. I want to go to New York Comic Con, and if you're welcome to join. Dude, I've been to New York Comic Con, Pax is way better. Really? really? Pax, is, Pax is amazing. I'd rather go to Pax than Comic Con. The yeah. problem with Pax, I'd rather go. Well, to, I mean, it's like based on that review, I'd probably rather go to Pax. The good parts I about Comic Con. The good parts about Pax are not the demos. It's like the expo floor yes. is the least appealing part. Like all the free play stuff. Like there's just a, <laughs> there's a um like retro console free play room mm-hmm. that you just walk into. It's like I want to check out. Um, like you get a t- number and then you say I want to borrow this game on this console nice. i think i think it's a it's i want to go i want to do it for two days i want to spend half a day in the expo hall and then i want to spend the rest of the time just going around panels people playing games I, i'm not super interested in seeing panels because they're all online huh. 
but I mean, no. And Evan want, really wanted to go to panel too. So I think you guys. Yeah, he wanted to go to, go to the Mega Sixty Four one. Uh, but I think the cool thing that I really liked was I just loved. I can play any board game I want, and I know that's like a long way to go to play board games. But there's something about just like. And you don't really know what fun. what you might happen across. So like, yeah, you could. We played zombies, and zombies were really fun. But like, also there was like a free like paint your own miniature, and you got to take it, and it was all free. And when, when he's like, I'm gonna do that. Now she has a cool little like D and D miniature. That's cool. Comic Con's really good, Alex. If you want to go spend a fuck ton of money uh, on a lot of products, uh, it's a big mall. Yeah, shit. we didn't. We didn't. Max is good if you want to go and, and just experience. See shit. Yeah, sounds better. The saddest thing I saw was when I was walking through the retro game um, room and there was just a Dreamcast like on the menu screen, oh, just like sitting there. Thunder, I believe, be I believe it was a broken Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, Bioshocker. That is episode thirty-four of the Word Podcast. My name is Mason Brown. I'm Alex Rice. Alex, hey, is alexrice.com available? <laughs> not yet, but I know exactly when it will be. Alexrice.net. Anything cool going on there? You have to uh, not all? yet. I got to do some major updates and put some cool stuff on there. Dummy. Uh, don't visit. Are you going to do it? Are you going to update with all your Andrew stuff? Uh, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, is that yeah. your template for it? Mm-hmm. I need, I need to do a full redesign because there'll be, well, there'll be more content now, so the uh-huh. homepage needs to get a refresh. Dylan Alvento. DylanAlvento.com. Looking for a job. Looking for a job. GRB. Hire this man. And um, Hire him. also... When you apply for jobs, do you send a link to your portfolio or no? Um, usually I don't, but if they're oh, like... Yeah. like, Well, if they oh, yeah, if, if they oh. reference design work, then they're, I'm like, oh, here's my portfolio, and then here's the stuff I haven't put on my portfio site yet. DylanAlvento.Italian. And also competing for... Oh, you mean the site? Oh, I, I have been. I've showed you, yeah, 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 the one with the paintings on it. No, I wish it was. Yeah, I'll I'll buy it just for you guys. <laughs> you should. It should redirect to Mason's. <laughs> Dude, that'd be amazing. Um, I'm also competing. Ward's competing in the final round for my entrepreneurship. Um, nice capstone Woo! for five grand. Nice man. And a, a startup accelerator over the summer. Hell yeah! Would you do it in Richmond, the accelerator? Or? Yeah, it's it's hosted by VCU. Do they pay you for like a, a stipend and stuff? To yeah, the to? five thousand dollars is a stipend. Um. So you have to enter the accelerator to get the five grand. That's, yeah, buddy. That's very hey, cool. Fuck yeah. yeah. Dan, Danimal, DanCotting.com. Com? That's right. Com? DanCotting.com. DanCotting.Bourgeoisie, bitch. Well, you know. Jesus Christ. Some, some, of us, some of us were had enough foresight to buy our, uh, our names. There was available there's a, there's a when first year that it. wants to buy all the next round of first years. Domain names. Oh, oh my god! So two years, which is pretty. Uh, that's Matty Baldwin. I, I think it's. Gor- he's, I think he's pretty. Brilliant. He's pretty sharp, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, you got anything else you want to rep? I do not. Repping that. Just dancotting.com, but you know I'm it's gonna. Your, hey, it's I'm your gonna be re. I'm, look for 2.0. It's coming out. I'm yeah. redesigning it. Ooh, this yeah, summer. Dan 2.0. On paper. That's right. My name is Mason Brown. You can find all my stuff at ward-games.com. We out. I hate you all.